Hi, I'm Holly, your host of the Crush the Rush podcast. I work full-time and run a full-time coaching business. I started my first coaching business when my twins were 18 months old, and I was excited to start something I was passionate about, but overwhelmed with how to make progress in such small pockets of time. The methods of working three to four hours a day in blocks of time didn't work, quite frankly, because I didn't have it. So my mission is to share how you can put together your own side hustle strategy and plan that works for you without giving up your goals and still focusing on your priorities. I can't wait to help you grow your business and more importantly, enjoy that well-deserved time off. Let's get to the show. The Crush the Rush business and strategy playbook is officially open and you are going to want to grab it because it is only available for a limited time. And you might be asking, what the heck is a playbook? Well, let me tell you. So first of all, if you have been following along, I have built a five-figure coaching business in six months in the middle of a pandemic. And I wanted to share with you how exactly I've done it. This is your answer to accomplishing three times more in a given period with a proven strategy and system that dials in the right activities at the right time. Because guys, remember, I still have my full-time job and I still was able to put this together. What you get and what is included is instant access to 30 plus lessons broken into seven modules that's going to teach you how to visualize streamline, and strategize your monthly business process, which means I'm going to teach you behind the scenes how I run my social media on a part-time schedule. Then I'm going to show you how to dial in your daily and weekly income producing activities. I also have tutorials on how to set up your systems so your business runs while you don't, including technical help on the email platform that I use. The entire playbook, the PDFs, the Trello boards, the tutorials, the done-for-you plans and checklists are all waiting for you. And wait, there is more. I designed the playbook so that is reusable every single month. And you can take each of the lessons in less than 10 minutes and then spend your time actually implementing So if you want to focus on social media strategy first, you can dig right in and get started, print out the template and go. If you want to set up systems first, you can go into that module, go in, print out the checklist, watch the tutorial, see how I set up my systems and then go. It is meant to grow with your business and there are bonuses. Of course, there are bonuses. Love bonuses. You get a weekly business audit process with me. You get a live Q4 planning and execution workshop. And because I don't want you to be a course collector, you also get office hours and one-on-one support. This is the framework that your business needs. Go in and grab the playbook right now. It is only going to be open for a short period of time and it will never be offered at this price again. I cannot wait for you to join me. You are listening to episode 55 of the Crush the Rush podcast, and in today's episode, we are chatting all about how Facebook and Instagram ads can impact your business with my friend, Lindsay Keith. And if you are like me, Facebook and Instagram ads make you want to pull your hair out. I feel like it gets complicated. I don't always get the results that I want, and honestly, it's 
kind of hard just to get started. Lindsay is going to share with us how Facebook ads can impact your business, the keys to a successful Facebook or Instagram ad campaign, and most importantly, even if you're not ready for setting up any type of automated ad, what you can do today to set yourself up for success. Lindsay Keith is the owner and CEO of Inverse Marketing and works with server providers setting up Facebook ad campaigns so that you can grow your audience, your sales, and most importantly, make an impact. I have like three pages of notes that I took from this episode, so you are definitely going to want to grab a pen and paper and let's dive in. Hey, Lindsay, welcome to the Crush the Rush podcast. How are you today? I'm good, Holly. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. This is a topic that I could probably ask a million questions. So even though I gave you an outline of what we're talking about, I'm so excited to talk about Facebook ads and how Facebook ads can impact your business today. But before we dive in, why don't you give the listeners a little bit about you and what you do um, and how you got to become an expert in all things Facebook ads? Yeah, of course. So I am from Kansas. I actually live in the center of the center state in the United States. Um, I grew up going to school here, going to college here, and then I actually went to London, England to get my master's in theology, which has nothing to do with um, Facebook and Instagram ads. It has (laughs) nothing to do with marketing, but it was a passion of mine. And I also think part of it was I wasn't quite ready to take on that full-time job. So I went there, got my master's, spent a year in London, traveling in Europe, came back to Kansas, and I got married to my college sweetheart and started a job full-time at a local church working with middle school and high school students, so 11 to 18-year-olds, and really enjoy it. But I always felt this little tug that there was something kind of entrepreneurial inside of me that I wanted to explore more. And so I started looking up to all of these incredible women that I saw in business, mostly on social media. I didn't have a ton of people that were right in front of me doing this work. I found them in books and in podcasts and um, following them on Instagram and became inspired by them and eventually took a online course to learn all about Facebook and Instagram ads, got invested in a community there and became a member mentor for that community. So now I get to help other women and support them as they build their own businesses around Facebook and Instagram ads. And so I just feel really blessed and fortunate to be in the place that I am in. That's so amazing. I love Europe specifically. I have an obsession with the royal family. My mm-hmm. daughter's name is Catherine Elizabeth. So I feel like I could also ask you a million questions about that. But yes. we're going to dig into... Facebook ads. So I thought it was really important to really just address how Facebook ads can impact your business and then maybe what you would want to use them for. Yeah, absolutely. So one thing I love about Facebook and Instagram ads is they are like gasoline to a fire. So if your business is already selling organically, you're already building up an audience, essentially Facebook and Instagram ads allow you to do that faster, more quickly and more efficiently. You do have to kind of pay to play you're paying for these ads, but in the sense you're building up your business visibility, you're building up your audience and you're building up your sales and you're growing your revenue and your impact. And so that's why I love Facebook and Instagram ads. Yeah. So can we walk through a couple of examples of when it might make sense to use a Facebook ad? And when you say Facebook and Instagram ads, Facebook obviously owns Instagram. So it's, are they kind of one in the same or different? 
Yeah, great question. So when I say Facebook ads, I do also mean Instagram ads, but sometimes I say both of them. Um, Facebook owns Instagram. So when you go and you set up a Facebook ad and ads manager, that's where you have the ability to choose if you just want to show it on Facebook or if you just want to show it on Instagram. I usually kind of let Facebook pick because Facebook is going to optimize for the place where you're getting the most results and seeing the most traction on your ads. And it's going to start showing the ad more to that audience. Okay, cool. So Mm -hmm. if you're ready to sort of light the fire, let's say, um, and this is where all my questions are going to come in. What is a good way to use a Facebook or Instagram ad? Can you give us a couple of examples? Yeah. So if you're just getting started, I usually encourage people to do one of two things, to use ads to generate more leads and to build up an audience on your email list or within your own platforms, like your Facebook page or your Instagram account, or to sell to your warm audience. And when I say warm audience, I mean the people that are already connected with you, that are already on your email list, that are already following you on Instagram and Facebook and engaging with you, because there are a lot of people probably on your email list that aren't opening up your emails, that if you serve ads to your email list and you can create a custom audience based off your email list, you're going to be reaching more of the people that have already opted in, raised their hand to say, yes, I'm interested in your business. Um, And it's just a way to get front and center and kind of remind them of what you have to offer. Yeah, I love that. So when you're getting ready to set up, let's say, a lead generation, which for anyone that's following along, typically that's like a freebie that you're Mm -hmm. offering, right? So like you're getting more people on your email list so that you can sell to later. What is one thing that you could do to get started with that if you're brand new? Right. If you're brand new and you're wanting to set up a lead generation ad, um, one thing I would recommend is getting your Facebook pixel set up on your lead generation page or your website, wherever you're sending people to opt in for this, you know, free download, this free guide, this PDF, this access to a video series or whatever you're giving them in exchange. If you can get the Facebook pixel on there, it's going to start tracking data on the people who opt in and also on the people that land on that page, but don't opt in. And so it's just building up information about the type of people that are really resonating with your messaging and that you can serve ads to down the line. Yeah. And as an FYI, she is actually giving us her mini course free on how to set up that Facebook pixel. So you can put it on your website or your freebie or whatever you're downloading. So we'll make sure to put that link um, in the show notes. So Let's pretend that we have our Facebook pixel set up. We've got a freebie that we want to send out to the world um, to try to help more people and then to try to get more people on our email list. What are some key things that we can do to sort of set up that first ad campaign? Yeah. So once you have a good offer, you have your pixel connected. The next thing that I look at is the campaign type. So there's, I believe, 11 different types of campaigns you can run within Facebook Ads Manager the campaign that you probably would want to use for a lead generation is a conversion ad. And that just simply means it is going to optimize for people to land on your page and then opt into something. So either become an email subscriber or become a purchaser or add something to their cart. In this example, we're going to stick with the email list subscriber. Um, But conversion essentially means, oh, I'm sorry. Totally fine. Usually it's (laughs) going to coming in and out. So it's totally okay. 
Um, I don't have kids yet. <laughs> Someday. I'm going to turn it on silent here so that it doesn't happen again. Yeah. I apologize. I was no, on a roll too. Totally okay. Yeah. No, it's totally okay. It's real life here. Thank you, Holly, for your grace. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Make sure I can turn it on too. Okay. It's on silent now. Um, do you mind asking me that question one more time so I can yeah. kind of start over? Thank you. What was I saying? Um, if we were going to, okay. So if you were, okay. So this is for my editors. We're starting over. Um, so if you could set up a successful ad campaign, let's say that you have your pixel installed, you've got your lead magnet or your freebie that you're sending out. What are some key first steps that you can do to make sure that you get started right? Great question. So the first thing I would check is the campaign type that you're using. So there are 11 different types of campaigns you can run within Facebook Ads Manager. And the one I would recommend using for a lead generation campaign like this is a conversion campaign, which essentially means Facebook is going to find the people within your target audience that are most likely to click on your ad and then follow through and subscribe to your email list. And so um, let's see. The next thing after you click a conversion ad is to set up a strong target audience. So think about the type of people that you've worked with in the past. Think about their interests, their hobbies, their people they may be influenced by, and to really narrow and kind of niche down on a specific audience. And so you have your campaign. And the next thing that you're working on in an ads manager is the ad set, which is really just the audience. And so my recommendation for cold audiences is to look into interests and to not spend as much time in the behaviors or the demographics. Because demographics are, what I mean by that is like their age, their location, their um, sex. And you might want to narrow down um, some of that. But really, if you can target people by their interests, I feel like that's where the real magic is. Um, because demographics are really competitive in the sense that a lot of people are narrowing down there. A lot of people are probably targeting you know, women ages 25 to 55. But if you do that and you layer on an interest or two, you're going to reach an audience that is more specific and really matches the DNA of your company. That's really helpful. Can you give an example of what like an interest might be just for people who are, are sort of new and are like, I'm not sure what this is? Yeah, absolutely. So the difference, the main difference between interest and behavior. So Facebook collects a lot of data on their users. A behavior is something like I'm a parent and I have kids ages, you know, two to three. That's a behavior. An interest would be I am interested in Sesame Street. And you could probably type that in um, and you probably would reach a lot of the same people. But if you're able to type in things that are really focused on parents with younger kids, um, I don't know if Teletubbies is still a thing. I don't have any kids. So I'm just throwing out random interests. Yeah. But when you're in there building it out, you can look, you can test to see if Facebook can target people within these set interests. And then I always recommend trying to build up an audience of half a million to three million. Oh, and so what you, cool. yeah, it's a, a pretty big size, but when you're testing, you want to give Facebook a lot of space to let their algorithm optimize. Um, and so layer on top of those interests, if there's only, you know, 20,000 people that are interested in Sesame Street, then layer on top of it some more interest until you get an audience that fits that half a million to three million mark. That's really helpful. Now, do you recommend in terms of like the actual content of the ad, do you recommend videos or pictures or a mix? What has been most helpful? Yeah, great question. So one thing that might be a little surprising to your listeners is I usually don't look for one winner 
when I'm testing things. I want to have a variety of ads that are resonating with people because people vary in their personalities and their buying habits. And so some people want a video of you explaining the offer, explaining the lead magnet, and they want to learn more about you and they want to begin to trust you before they make that purchase. And some people are impulse. They're more fast action buyers. They may just want a picture showing a little preview of whatever it is you're offering them and short copy and just a way to buy. Um, And so I like a variety of things. I also think gifts are a valuable thing to try out too. And what I mean by that is like a short video that has more text on it or more like kind of cartoon features um, that will resonate with people differently than a video of you would or a testimony of one of your past or current clients would. And so just testing out a bunch of different things um, is going to help you resonate with more people. Yeah, I love that. That's so, so helpful. So we've talked a little bit about when to use a Facebook ad, and this is like a very high level overview, and then some really sort of key things to do as you get started. Um, If you're brand new and maybe not ready for a Facebook ad yet, are there things that you can do now to make sure that you're setting yourself up for success when you are ready? Yes. So um, a few things that you can do to make sure you're setting yourself up for success is get that pixel connected because you don't have to be running any ads for that pixel to be collecting information. Um, The other thing you can be doing is um, building up your audience organically. So sending people to your opt-in for your email list in Facebook groups or um, doing other podcasts, just finding ways to reach more people so that when you start running ads, you have a lot of data sources to run from. The larger your email list is, the more audience members you have connected with you on Facebook, really the more we're going to be able to get an idea of who your target audience is and build it from there. And then the other thing to do is if you're not in a place to run ads yet, is to make sure you have a strong and validated offer. So make sure you have something you're willing to sell people that they're they're also willing to exchange money for. If you haven't validated your offer and haven't been able to sell it organically, ads may not fix or solve your problem. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a yeah. really great um, just sort of reminder because a lot of times, and I've, come up with multiple different freebies or offers over the years. And a lot of times I think it's like this amazing thing, but sometimes like it's the way I'm sharing it or the way I'm talking about it or what it's named, or maybe it needs like something different um, to really test that out uh, is a really great tip. The other tip that I'll give regarding free offers is you should create your free offers like somebody's paying for it. Um, Mm -hmm. That's really helped me sort of in the long run as you're trying to build, um, that list. Yeah. So if you're like me and you've dabbled in Facebook and Instagram ads and probably have spent way too much money with very minimal results, um, any advice for sort of like what those next steps are? Maybe you can tell us what you're up to, where we can find you um, when we're ready for that help. Yeah, great question, Holly. So a few things if you've dabbled with Instagram ads and have gotten frustrated and haven't seen the results that you want to see. Um, One thing I recommend is staying consistent with it. So actually, as you run your ads, Facebook gets smarter about the people in your audience that are going to take that action. So if you're able to run ads instead of for one week, for two weeks, or instead of for two weeks, for two months, I mean, the longer you're able to run your ads, the more data it's going to collect. And the other thing I would say is Facebook needs 50 actions a week to optimize. And so what I mean by that, if we're going for the conversion 
um, example, and we're looking for people to opt into our email list. Facebook needs 50 people to opt into our email list every week before it will start optimizing. Wow. Yeah. That makes me feel like my ads have been horrible. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's, it just means your ads have been in the learning phase and it's just going to get, it's just going to slow down some of your progress. Yeah, that is, that is like a key takeaway. So thank you so much. So I'd love for you to tell the audience where they can find you, what you're up to, sort of all the things that you have going on. Um, and yeah, I have like pages of notes here from just a quick conversation. So oh, I'm good. really excited for you to share where we can learn more. Yeah, so my company is Innoverse Marketing. It's kind of like innovative and universe put together. Oh, I love and that. You can find me on Instagram or also innoversemarketing.com. Um, I have that free um, mini course that I'm excited to share with your listeners all about setting up your Facebook pixel. And there is even a little lesson on there about how to create custom audiences and track different actions people take on your website. So it's a really great freebie. I love that. Thank you so much. And your website's just inversemarketing.com. Correct. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So thank you so much, Lindsay. And I would encourage you guys, if you have questions to reach out to her because she has so much knowledge. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So before we wrap up, we want to share and talk about the three questions I always ask at the end of each podcast. And the first one is, tell me about your morning routine. Yeah. So my morning routine isn't always consistent, but I'll give you kind of an overview. So I wake up, I do a journal practice where I write down 10 big goals that I'm working towards and I write them down as if I've already accomplished them. This is something Rachel Hollis has taught me. Um, And then I do a little run or yoga, and then I start working on my business because I also have my full-time job. So I, I spend my morning time really investing in myself and the things that bring me joy. You and I have very similar morning routines, so I love yeah. that. Um, what is one resource that's helped you the most on your journey? So it's a book called You're a Badass by Jen Sincero. Oh, my favorite book ever. Yes, I love it because it talks about mindset. And I think so often we struggle with imposter syndrome as women starting businesses or we we let fear stop us. And this book is so good at helping you kind of knock down those limiting beliefs and like really go for your big goals and dreams. Yeah, so I read it once a year every January and I'm actually, she's the finance one. Have you listened to the finance yes, one? Yes, I have. So I good. am listening to that one for like the third time right now. She just like gets me going in the morning. I love that. Yeah. Um, If you could have one superpower, what would it be? Probably to teleport places. Then I wouldn't have to get on a 12-hour flight to get to Europe. I could just like snap my fingers and be in London or something amazing like that. So I, it's so funny. I say, I've said this on every podcast, but the last like 20 guests have said teleport. Like I had no idea that it was like such a thing, but I think it's because we're in like COVID and no one can go anywhere and everyone's like dying to travel. So yeah, we're ready to see some different walls. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much, Lindsay. Thank you, Holly. Thank you so much for listening to the Crush the Rush podcast. If this was helpful to you, I'd love it if you would please leave a review. It is truly what makes this show keep going and keeps the amazing guests possible. Even better, tag me on Instagram stories and let me know what you think. I cannot wait to hear from you.